0: Okay, well, welcome back to Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. I'm delighted that you're here. And today we're going to address what is the problem with artificial intelligence anyway. I'm going to start by reading a small part of an article that appeared in Wired Magazine last December. And here it goes. A woman has been working on her book, a young adult fantasy novel, for hours. At some point, she gets the familiar itch to check her email because she can't think of what to write next. She stares at the screen. She's lost her words. She could bang her head against the wall or maybe turn to a favorite book for inspiration or lose her momentum to distraction. But instead, she turns to an AI writing tool, which takes in her chapter so far and spits out some potential next paragraphs. These paragraphs are never quite what she wants, though they sometimes contain beautiful sentences or fascinating directions. Even when these paragraphs fail, they make her interested in the story again. She's curious about this computer-generated text. And it reignites her interest in her own writing. Okay, and so just dropping down a little bit in the article, this writer then, of course, asks AI for help. She was happy to let a computer pr- push her through writer's block, but she was adamant that crafting the plot line was fundamentally human. The plot was the story she wanted to tell. This is where she felt her intention lay, what she workshopped and worked over. Other writers agree with her, there's a kind of problem solving involved with figuring out where a story or poem or essay is going, and many writers feel they are uniquely positioned to solve such problems. Well, that's it, isn't it? I'm, I'm totally taken by this description um, because it does really reflect the sort of dichotomy between AI is great and AI is terrible. The truth is we writers want to feel like we're the ones in control. We're the ones who wrote the book, though increasingly it's becoming harder to see where human intelligence ends and AI takes over. This is perhaps more of a clear and present danger for nonfiction writers, but novelists beware. It's coming for you too. Now this shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. The term artificial intelligence has become almost as meaningless and all encompassing as terms like the internet or electricity. There's a form of artificial intelligence in so much of what we do now. When you use Google to search or Facebook to connect with friends or when you shop online with Amazon, you're using different forms of narrow artificial intelligence. When you watch Netflix or YouTube or listen to Spotify, you're training AI algorithms with your behavior. Digital transformation is accelerating in almost every domain, and AI lies at the heart of this shift. Well, the form of AI you've probably been hearing the most about lately is GPT-3. It's a language model, a large language model, that uses deep learning to generate human-like text. How does it do that? It ingests huge text-based data sets and outputs anything with a language structure based on prompts. It can write poetry or narrative text, answer questions, translate, even generate code. There's no need for programming or human supervision. The AI trains itself based on the data ingested and then it generates quote-unquote which is probably true, original output. Of course, it needs something with which to train. And believe me when I tell you, it is hungry. As we speak, GPT-3 is processing about 45 billion times the number of words a human can perceive over their entire lifetime. So, where does this virtual Pac-Man go to snap up knowledge? Well, it trains on works that have already been published. And up until now, it's done so without seeing if such training is okay with the owner of said works. There are a couple of court cases looming, notably by the Authors Guild and Pan America, and we've yet to see where they go. But first, let's dig a little into both the practicality of what's happening and then maybe a little bit of the ethics. In one sense, stay with me here. In one sense, in its training stages, AI isn't doing anything radically different from what we humans do every day. I'll take myself as an example. Every day I go out into the world. I experience conversations. I observe people. I explore nature. I read books, I see things that inspire me. I gather up all these thoughts and impressions and experiences and I bring them home with me. And when I sit down to write, they've all become part of what I then create. I've learned about a lot of things, I've seen how other authors interpret those things, and I'm using that knowledge to create something that is arguably new and arguably mine. Well, isn't that what these large language models are doing? Gathering impressions, information, experiences, and crafting them into something new? Well, maybe. And to be honest, that argument had me satisfied for a while. But there are some striking differences, aren't there? I get to choose which thoughts and experiences I integrate into my work. AI just devours everything without limiting information that may be biased, harmful, or incorrect. I consider sources and weight my reactions accordingly. AI is not that careful. And along the lines of the lawsuits I mentioned, if I want to use someone else's work, I observe fair use and attribution, as I did at the beginning of this podcast. AI, on the other hand, plagiarizes wildly. It's not as if we're going to stop the forward march of AI. Lawsuits and enraged authors don't count for much in the advance of technology. And as a society, we don't have a good track record of asking whether we should do something we're only really interested in knowing if we can do it. Ethics will never precede innovation for obvious reasons. I suspect that I'll be writing and speaking and thinking a lot more about artificial intelligence as time goes on. In the meanwhile, all I can offer is this, be aware, find out what's being done ostensibly for you but much more likely to you. And that's it for this time. I'm Jeanette Beauvoir, and this has been Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. See you back here next time.